Um, uh, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the uh, podcast, the uh, of Heavenly Places. Um, thank you, Dorothy, uh, for having me again this evening, and uh, I'd like to thank all those people who listen out there and the internet or on the phone, who, who, the people who called in or wherever you're listening from. <clears throat> Hopefully you're doing, doing fine. We, uh, we're, I guess we're halfway through October <laughs> or, or over the halfway mark. Um, I am your host, Jameer, and um, this evening I want to talk about uh, the, the keeping the commandments not forgetting the commandments of uh, God. Um, <clears throat> actually, before we start that, I want to make the announcement again about the book, Manifest Destiny, The Path Towards Wisdom. You can get that by visiting my website, www.jamere.org. That's www.jamere.org. And also, you can uh, email me um, at drmirj at gmail.com. That's D-R-M-E-R-E-J-A-Y at gmail.com. And I will send you out one of the books free, F-R-E-E. Um, for the last, last uh, past couple of weeks, we did a, a little two-week series on um, Halloween. But this evening, I want to take a little different direction. Um, pause from that one and uh, talk about the Proverbs chapter, in particular Proverbs chapter 3 verse 1 um, it says uh, actually you know what I'm so sorry I forgot to pray, open up a prayer <laughs> sorry I was, I'm a little bit out of it today but please forgive me um, Father we thank you for your goodness, grace and mercy we thank you for your salvation we thank you for your love we thank you for your word, which contains all the promises, Father. Um, help me and Dorothy as we uh, lead this uh, lesson tonight, Father Lord, this talk, Father Lord, um, that it will encourage your people, draw your people towards you, Father, um, have a closer relationship with you. We ask these things, Father, in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Um, We also, Father, as we we look at the nations with everything that's going on, particularly here in America with the government, it's just we're around election time, and I I just want to say a special prayer for that too, um, for all those people who are running for offices, Father Lord, and Father, we pray that you would have the people you want in the office, Father Lord, that we would be a nation, Father Lord, that um will be one that wants to serve you and please you, Father Lord, in our in our votes, Father Lord, in our legislation. Father Lord, in our thoughts and in our hearts. In Jesus' name. Okay. And actually that has a little bit to do with uh, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 1. It says, uh, My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. Um, and it says, For length of days and long life will be added to you. And we're just going to particularly focus on this Proverbs, just the ver- first verse. Um, Proverbs, as we know, was written by uh, Solomon, who was David's son. Solomon, one of the most, uh, actually he was the wisest man to ever live. Um, and he wrote Proverbs, uh, the scholars 
they believe uh, when he was in his uh, his uh, older age that he was writing Proverbs. And perhaps he was writing this for his son, like, hey, my son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commandment. And he's writing this not from him to his son, but actually from Father God, our Heavenly Father, to each and every one of us, uh, women and men, sons and daughters, um, as son, my son, do not forget my law. So he's saying this to all of us. Um, and my law, my commandments, but it says, let your heart keep my command. Now, I want to talk about uh, forget a little bit. What, what does it mean to forget? Um, unfortunately, sometimes, you know, I find myself forgetting things, uh, forgetting keys, forgetting wires and cables that I need for work. Um, it doesn't happen too often, but uh, Oftentimes, every, every once in a while, we forget something. We misplace something. So we're, we're very familiar with uh, forget in that word and that terminology. Um, another thing that I thought about when it comes to the, the word forget is uh, I believe people who have uh, dementia or, or Alzheimer's, I believe, um, they have a forgetfulness too. Um, like they might be used to walking down a certain neighborhood and they might forget how to get back home. So then that's when they start having to go to some of those type of facilities or have someone monitor them. Um, and that's the type of, like, you have forgetfulness too. That's the way that people, not everyone, but people who have that type of forgetfulness when they grow older. And that's a lot of times that Alzheimer's is like chemicals and things like that that people have been exposed to. Um, and so that's a whole another type of right, right there with the health issue. Maybe that would be a topic one night also. But um, when this scripture is talking about forgetting things, I believe it's not. It's talking more about forgetting things from the heart. Um, forgetting things from the heart, you know, uh, instead of like like not really like forgetting like. Example, I use the keys or even the uh, Alzheimer's patient, or not patient, but all, the person who has Alzheimer's. You know, the, those people, they won't forget, but I'm, I believe Scripture is talking about um, a different type of uh, forgetting, you know. Um, because even uh, some, actually I have some friends who uh who had Alzheimer's. Actually, I didn't grow up with them, but I, I was visiting them and I came to know them. And, uh, you know, with one thing that I find amazing about them is, like, they can hear a, a song play or they can see a picture or, like, an old television show. And guess what? It brings back some of the most vivid memories. And you're like, wow, does this person is really suffering from this? But all of this information is in their mind. I mean... They know they can explain directions, mathematical formulas, whatever they did previously before all this happened. And it's like something clicks in their mind where it where they just have like have like a moment of a total recall, you know. But that's not really the type of forgetting again that I'm talking about. Um, 
Actually, another type of forgetfulness I thought about is if you haven't been to a place in a long time, you know. Like sometimes, uh, for example, I I live here in Missouri uh, now, but I used to live um, in That's the way, but I really thank the Father, you know, for GPS. GPS, you know, the navigation is because I can get, I can be like I'm an expert no matter where I'm going, you know, because of that little computer program. Um, but um, say, for instance, I didn't have that, you know, and you went to a place you haven't been for years, you may have forgotten, like, where this road splits at a certain place, or you may have forgotten how to get from point A to B, though you know both of the locations. Um, and sometimes you're on a road and you're looking for, like, certain landmarks. Like, you remember a tree, you remember a house, or you remember, like, some type of business being there. And, like, okay, that's where I make that right turn at because you see that and you're familiar with that. But guess what? Sometimes uh, those landmarks, things happen, they get knocked down. I have, I have had several houses that I lived in. One of them is a church parking lot. One of them is actually three of them are vacant lots. Um, one of them is uh, some other type of business, the places where I live. So things change. You know, but one thing about uh, the word that we don't have to, to realize in the commandments of the Father, you, you know, guess what? You already know. I don't even have to tell you. They do not ever change, you know, uh, our Father, He does never change. Even the Book of James says that our Father is unchangeable. You know, uh, in Hebrews, I believe it says that Jesus is what the same yesterday, today, and now forever. Um, so we have the word, the word of our Father in heaven, just never changing. You know, even though we have things around us, like the landmarks that I mentioned and the roads. Even sometimes they take out a whole road, you know, or, or take take out an intersection, you know, and it causes us kind of to lose direction in our life. Um, but the word never changes, you know. So I've mentioned some of the things that uh, we uh, forgot, forget. And then I also want to mention some of the things that we will never forget, you know, um, like the voice of a loved one. Like it might be an uncle or aunt or mom or, or grandfather, you know, father. You know, you won't never forget how their voice sounds. Sometimes you, like in your mind, you won't forget their facial expression. Um, like my brother-in-law, he's passed for many years now, but I I still remember his laugh. I still remember certain sayings that he says, you know, and I'll, and I'll, I'll say them to his sons because they he passed when they were younger. But I'll say the, the sayings that he would say. And one thing that's interesting about that is that some of the sons, actually all of them, they would, they would say different things that the father would say in, in the same way that he say it. And it reminds me of their father, even though they were very young when he uh, left this planet, when he left, you know. Um, so that that right there is amazing, amazing to me. uh but again, just forgetting things, forgetting things, you have things you forget in your mind, and then I believe you have things that you forget 
wisdom from your heart. And that's what Proverbs 3 1 says, in your heart. In your heart, let your heart keep my commands. And one of the easiest ways to forget things um, is when we don't practice, when we don't repeat things. We, we're not repetitive about it. I mentioned that when I was when I was living in those other areas. Um, of course, I didn't realize it, but when I was going to school in Kansas City area, I mean, I, or driving around, or, or whatever the case, or whatever area you're from, you you without knowing you practice. You practice going to that that corner store or your favorite convenient or grocery store, or your favorite park, and it becomes so repetitive that sometimes you you're driving or walking on remote control and like, wow, man, I'm I'm already here, you know, and then you have someone, sometimes they're in a town and they're trying to call you for directions and you really can't explain how you get there, but you know, you just know it. It's like, not in your mind, but it's kind of in your heart, you know, even though it started in your mind, but now it's kind of like in your heart. Um, So... things that we repeat, things that we do repetitive. Um, and when we stop doing those things, um, that's when we uh, tend to forget. Um, and we forget, you know, that's because these things, we don't place a priority on it. Um, they're not essential to us probably at that moment and time. Like I don't, Like, I don't even know how to be in St. Louis or whatever and, and get from A to B to this particular place because that's not essential to me at the moment because I'm, I'm in another place. Um, but sometimes, you know, that moment can turn into more than a moment. Like, oh, man, I just certainly forgot that. You know, sometimes even something as simple as spelling certain words. I mean, we're familiar with spelling like a lot of the common words, but uh, we can have certain words that we uh forget how to spell, you know, um, or even a musical instrument, you know, uh, three or four years ago, I played the guitar and I haven't played it in some time. I I wasn't like an expert at it, but I can still play a little bit, a few things, but I, because of me selling the practice or even not being in repetition of it, there's many things I have forgotten and even Many, 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 many years before that, you know, I played the uh, saxophone in high school. And guess what? I forgot everything about that. <laughs> the only thing I remember is really how, how you're supposed to hold it. And I think anyone could know how to hold a uh, saxophone. But that's because of uh, it wasn't essential to me. What you know is because not practicing it and uh, not repeating it. And and one thing about forgetting, forgetting also involves actions, you know, actions, practices like actions. Um, you can forget certain things. Uh, one example that I thought about for, forgetting um, is I'd just like to use examples of things that are familiar with me, Was a, but it is in the uh, game of basketball. Um and we all know that when you play the basketball, you need to shoot the ball to get into the basket. That's the purpose of the goal of the game. And certain players, they have certain motions that they use. Not everyone shoots the ball in the same way. Um, and and people, some people are 
are very accurate at it where they can get it to go in most of the time. Um, and I was like that at one time, you know, doing that. And uh, I was out practicing again, like, with my uh, nephews, and they was like, is your shot broken? I like my jumper shot. They was like, it's not working or whatever. Did you forget? And then they said, do you forget how to shoot? Do you forget how to play? And no, I didn't forget how to play, but it was so sudden motion and action because of lack of repetitiveness, the lack of repeating, you know, that I, I forgot because I wasn't practicing it. And things that, that I did automatically without knowing because of practicing, that it was just able to, to uh, go in like that, you know. Um, and sometimes that is what our, our walk with the Father can be like, you know. Um, on the outside, we're, we're doing everything that they say you should do. You know, we could be reading a word. We could be listening to praise and worship music. We could be not watching certain type of shows, um, eating certain, even eating certain type of food, you know, depend, depending on how you believe in that area, you know. Um, and it can, can appear by the motions and actions that you're taking, you know, that your walk is the same with the Father as it, as it is, and it it's probably appears that it's even growing, you know. But it can be almost in a sense where you're just going through the motions, going through the actions, and that right there is called tradition and also religion. Um, or being very, very, very religious. The Pharisees and Sadducees, they were very religious, uh, very superficial, you know. They didn't have that personal, intimate relationship. They were just going through the motions. Not all the Pharisees and Sadducees was like that, but many of them was like that, and that's because they forgot some, some of the things that they're in their heart. They let their heart forget the commands of the Father. Um, one of the uh, examples that I want to use uh, is Eli. Um, if you're familiar with Eli, he was uh, a, the one that actually that, that trained uh, saw Samuel. He was a uh, high priest, and he um, had some sons you know, that uh, are very disobedient to the things to the Father, you know. Um, they were sleeping with the, the woman at the church, like they said that the sons were waiting at the, uh, I'm trying to pull up the scripture, I thought I had it up. Um, they were waiting at the front door, and they were waiting for the woman the woman to come in. Um, actually, that's, okay, I have it. First Samuel chapter 2 um I shall read verse 12. Eli's sons were scoundrelous. They had no regard for the Lord. Now was the practice of the priest that whenever any of the people offered a sacrifice to the priest, servants would come with a three-pronged fork in his hand while the meat was being boiled. They would plunge the fork into the pan, a kettle, or cauldron, or pot. Whatever the fork brought up, the priest would take for himself. This is how they treated all the Israelites who came to uh, Shiloh. But even before the fat was burned, the priest 
severance will come and say that the person who was sacrificing get a priest of meat to roast, and he won't accept boiled meat from you, but only raw. And if the person said to him, let the fat be burned first, and then make whatever you want, the servant would answer, no, hand it over now. If you don't, I will take it by force. And this sin of the young men was very great in the sight of the Lord, for they were treating the Lord's author with contempt. Um, so this is one of the things that Eli's sons were doing. Now, it doesn't say early on what happened to uh, the sons, but like whether they was always like that. Um, but Eli, I believe that he was a man who uh, listened to the father. Matter of fact, when uh, Samuel was first being called, you ever remember when Samuel was younger because his mother had prayed and then Eli had prayed for his mom to have him and then they said, hey, I got, if you give me the son, Lord, I'm going to have him serve you. So they sent him to help Eli. And he, when he was helping Eli, Eli needed help because uh, his eyes, sight was kind of wrong, and he was very obese, probably had difficulties getting around. So that's one of the reasons. But as Samuel was in there, Samuel would hear the Lord, and Eli knew that Samuel heard the Lord because Samuel came in and said, did you call me? Because, uh... Samuel was hearing the voice of the Lord, but he did not recognize it. And even scripture says that the word of the Lord was, was rare in those days. And Eli said, it's the Lord just speaking to you. Uh, next time he asks you uh, or you hear him, he said, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So I say all of that to say there, that, uh, there was a time when Eli, it seemed like that he had a uh, a great relationship with the father and was willing to mentor people but with his sons it, it seemed like that was a different situation even though it does says that uh, Eli did tell his sons that uh, they they should not do that Eli went to his both his sons and said hey what you're doing the, the Lord is not pleased with and that's also recorded in Samuel but the sons kept on doing whatever they wanted to do and the Lord he was uh, displeased with Eli and to me, that kind of confused me for a while and because uh, Eli, okay, he's kind of older now, but his son is kind of running things. But Eli did confront them and tell them what not to do. But I believe the Lord was holding, holding holds us high priests, our believers, to a higher standard, you know, and he wants us to like just probably do more than say, uh, no, you're not supposed to do that. So that's why some people, some some uh, many Christians, you know, they say, well, uh, that's why we got to, just for example, a modern day, we got to get out there and vote, or we got to get out there and provide an alternative for people to do instead of just say, hey, don't, no, don't do drugs, or, um, or, or uh, some, something similar, don't drink or whatever, provide something, just don't say don't do that, but give them some opportunity or alternative to do something or take some type of action, you know. But I believe Eli, he didn't do that, and I believe that's maybe why the Lord was uh, displeased with him. Displeased with him, and he was kind of just going through motions. Um, it was kind of almost like I believe the, the Lord still loved him, and and Eli, and they still had a relationship, but it became more religious and traditional. 
And then you have some people who get very, very religious and very traditional. And I'm not just talking about the Pharisees and Sadducees, but we have people like that in churches today. Um, think about any country, anybody in Europe or China, but I know here in America, <laughs> you know, people are very religious and traditional. They think they're doing very, things that are very spiritual, but really they're just doing something traditional, not out of the heart but just motions and repetition, you know. Um, and then, and during those motions and repetition, they are actually forgetting to keep the Father's command, you know. <laughs> and they're just being very religious and very traditional. So that's why it's important for us to uh, always keep his commands and not forget it, not just in our 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 actions, which our actions are important, but our heart, uh, Scripture says, for, uh, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. You know, if out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak, that's implying the speaking is almost like an action. So out of the heart, the hands and feet, guess what they're going to do? <laughs> you know, um, so when we forget spiritually, you know, one of the things besides repetition and all that, you know, it kind of this thing what I'm going to say go kind of goes hand in hand, but it's having a a hard heart to the things of the Father, having a hard heart. And I believe Eli's heart was kind of hard in a way, um, and that's one thing that we all have to fight, having a hard heart to the things of the Father, and and when you participate in things of the world, and you want to be a part of the world, but you still want to be uh, with the Father, you know, it's kind of like you trying to, like, be on a high beam balance line, trying to, not really, like, that you're trying to sin, but you're trying to um, fit in, I guess, fit in and not be displeasing, but then the same thing on the same side is like, oh, you're, you're, uh, you're being traditional, and guess what? Jesus, he did many things that the religious people thought he should have be doing, like you hanging out with tax collectors and sinners. So I'm not saying you're not supposed to hang out with certain people, you know, but it's the the actions, emotions, where your heart is while you're in those places or locations or, or vocations or whatever it may be. Um, and I believe Eli, he, he is hardened, hardened, hardened his heart towards the Father in that particular way, in that particular area. Um, also, uh, if you ever remember King Saul, I believe he too was one who kind of hardened his heart to the things of the Father. Um, and there's a lot about, okay, what was the final destination of uh, Saul? Did he, go, did he go to heaven or hell? I, I don't know where he went, you know. I, I believe and hope that he went to heaven, you know, but some things we're just going to have to wait until we get there to find out. Um, but King Saul, he would go to Samuel to find out what the Lord would say. And, and King Saul actually even went, after Samuel had passed, he went to a witch so that he could talk to Samuel, so that Samuel could talk to the father. <laughs> you know, and he disguised himself and everything, and then the witch found out what was really going on. And then Samuel actually did come back and tell, tell, tell him, hey, you're not supposed to be doing this. This is not right. Um, 
Anyway, but all that started from what Saul was doing, how his heart hardened, how he wasn't keeping the commands. That's why, again, I say that again, Proverbs 3, 1, don't let your heart keep my commands. So instead of forgetting, what do we need to do? What's the opposite of forgetting? Remembering. Uh, remembering. Um, one of the things that I thought about remembering was uh, when the incident happened in New York of uh, 9-11, one of the, the catchphrases or saying after that was happened was, we will never what? We will never forget. Meaning we always got to remember that this happened on 9-11 on this, this particular day, you know, um, and what effect it had on a nation. Um, and there's a whole lot to say about 9-11 and all that, but I, and with the, the conspiracies and all that kind of stuff. But I'm not, I don't want to go into that one either, but that one's a good one too. I thought about saying something about that. Um, um but again, this forgetting and remembering. So we have to remember the covenant that these, uh, the covenant that the Father has made with us. Can y'all think of any covenants that the Father made for us? Um, the rainbow. Uh, remember the rainbow? Uh, it it never uh, had rained before, and. Then, because of all the wickedness that was going on on the earth with the, the watchers, the Nephilim, and the corruption of the sea, uh, the Father had to flood the whole planet where where man was, you know. Um, some believe it was a global flood and some others, others don't. But anyway, everyone in the world got wiped out except one family, Noah. And um, actually, on, while they were on a boat, this is the scripture I have, but it says uh, that the Lord remembered Noah while they were on the boat. Um, but then after the boat, whenever it would rain again, there is the, the rainbow, you know, the, the rainbow. And that's a promise. That's that's a covenant, you know, between us and the Father. The area A, that's a reminder to the Father. Like we Americans use 9-11, like, oh, we will never forget. Well, the Father uses the rainbow and that kind of that same manner like hey I'm not going to do this to the earth again it might burn next time you know <laughs> but it ain't going to rain um, yeah um, actually it's, it's a song about that you know but uh, we need to instead of forget we need to be like the father and remember um, some tips on remembering uh, I teach a class at the university and some of the things they say when you remember is the things to remember is take notes when you read. So just don't read the scripture, but take notes when you're reading it. Then become invested in what you learn. Um, like this thing right here, this scripture is going to take you someplace. By remembering this scripture, it can help you out in your career. It can help you out in your relationships. It can help your finances. Hey, um, I believe that the power of life and death is in the tongue, and I believe you can be in a situation where you need to pray for your actual physical car, you know, um, for to have gas in or to multiply. You know, you can remember a scripture and pull it back. Remember the covenant, the promises of the Father, and that he will provide. Um, so you got to become invested in what you learn because this scripture is just not something that we're just not going about it doing. The other thing is to have a visual member. Use your imagination. That's one of the things we tell the students. 
you can use your imagination so you can imagine the words or whatever. Imagine what Jesus is doing if you're reading a story about him. And you use it anyway subconsciously, but if you do it consciously, you know, uh, use your imagination, visual memory. And I'm not talking about anything new agey and all that kind of stuff. That right there is actually the new age is taking stuff on the, the scripture and using it and uh, corrupting it. Um, and you want to associate what you're studying with what you already know. So maybe, maybe you're studying uh, the scripture and, and Peter says that uh, he was wounded for our transgression and bruised for our iniquities. And you, you know that Peter was actually referencing the scripture from Isaiah chapter 54. And you're like, oh, I'm reading Isaiah 54. But that's also in Second Peter. So you can associate what you've been trying to learn with what you already know. So these are all different ways that um, you can help help yourself. You know, take notes. Write it over and over and over again, you know. Um, I remember when, uh, when people like myself, you know, we get in trouble in school. <laughs> and I remember we had to write, I will not such and such anymore. Well, I will not talk back to the teacher. I will not um, such and such play games, whatever, what classes, or whatever it is. Like, you need to write that 100 times. So those things right there are ways that you you can remember. Um, remember. And now the the scripture that I was talking about earlier, uh, Genesis chapter 8, verse 1. Genesis 8, verse 1, it says, but God remembered Noah, and he didn't just remember Noah, but he remembered all the wild animals and livestock that were in the ark. You know, when I read that scripture, you know, it's like, man, did our Father God, did you know the Father in heaven, did he forget that they, <laughs> that they were just boat with, with all the mankind, all the remaining mankind and all the animals, you know, on a boat? And like, oh, I forgot about them down there. No, that's not what that's talking about. It's talking about him remembering the covenant or the promise of uh, what was the promise that he would use the seed of the woman to be to, uh, the the crush the head of the serpent. You know, uh, so he wasn't like in a sense remembering like oh I forgot that they were just out there drifting in the middle of nowhere. No, he was remembering the covenant that he had with him. Uh, Genesis 19, verse 29, it says, Thus I came about, when God destroyed all the cities and valleys, God remembered Abraham. And again, like, oh, all these cities and valleys is burning, and Abraham is, like, kind of in the middle of it. And God's like, oh, I forgot he's down there. Oh, he remembered that he was down there, but what it's saying is that he's remembering, and the process of him burning all this stuff, that he's remembering the covenant, hey, this man is staying alive. He's got a mission to do. Even in Genesis, another another one is Genesis chapter 30, verse 22. It said, then God remembered Rachel. And Rachel, of course, she had, had a child. So we have all these those three examples of God remembering. Is basically, it's not talking about somebody forgetting it, but he's remembering the covenant. And in the process of it, you know, it's like he's doing something about it. He's taking some action. Um, <clears throat> now, let's, for, let's go forward to the New Testament. Um, so in the New Testament, we have the leaders of the church. 
And the Pharisees asked Jesus, you know, y'all remember this, what is the greatest commandment? What's the greatest commandment? And we know what Jesus' classic response was, to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, and soul, and to love your neighbor as yourself. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. Now, you got to remember the Pharisees. Actually, the Hebrews, the Hebrews, you know, when they were in the Old Testament, um, even in, in, in a new one, but it was, they said it's over 600 laws to keep. Over 600 laws to keep. I mean, very specific laws, the things that you should do. And then we have the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, those types of things. Thou shalt not take the Lord of the God, the name of thy God in vain. And the Pharisees said, hey, Father, Lord, Rabbi, Teacher, which one is the greatest? And he just basically breaks it down to, to two things. The loving God and loving your neighbor as yourself. So actually love God, the Lord you got with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. Um, and basically what the Father is saying, whenever this Proverbs 3, one it says, uh, my son, do not forget my commands, but let your heart keep my commandments. What is he saying? He's saying, to me at least he's saying, that he's saying, don't forget to love me. Don't forget to love me. That's what the Father, all he is saying, to love me in all you do, to love me in all your actions, to love me with all your heart, mind, and soul. You know, sometimes we can get caught up in the, the motion of things. We can get caught up in the religion. We can get caught up in the tradition, you know, and we forget the command. We, we, uh, we forget, basically we forget the one thing that our father, father truly wants, the love of uh, In John chapter 21, and I'm, I'm about to get ready to close, but in John chapter 21, this is after Jesus had uh, rose from the dead and he was out there with the disciples. And this is an occasion with Peter. He says, when they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? What is he asking? Jesus, the most powerful being, entity in the universe, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the author and finish of our faith, the one who everything is under his feet. He says, he asks what? Do you love me more than these? And Peter said, yes, Lord, he said. You know that I love you. And Jesus said, feed my lamb. And then guess what? Jesus said, Simon, son of John. He said, son of John, do you love me? And he answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus said, take care of my sheep. Then the third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, what? Do you love me? And then Peter was hurt because Jesus had asked him a third time, do you love me? And then many scholars believe that uh, he said that because he had, because the rooster crowed three times and he had denied him three times, you know. And he said, do you love me? And he said, Lord, you know all things, and you know that I love you. So the Father, and I say all this to keep the commands, basically the Father wants us, basically when he said that, that we love him. If we honor him, that's all the commands is about. Not forget about the six hundred, forget about the ten. Even if you can't remember the two, just
just remember to love the Father in, in your actions, your your emotions, and most importantly, from your heart. And you do this through your actions because he says, take care of my sheep. Uh, and that's how he's going to, Peter is going to show the Father that uh, he loves him. That's how we do that also too. Um, and with that, I, I'll close with that one. And if Dorothy is on or around, if she has anything that she she wants to say about it. Well, you know, we can forget. We can forget about that. And it's called taking for granted. We do that with our husbands. Husbands do that with their wives. And uh, we do need to guard our focus on, on what's important, I think. So that's, that's yeah. about all I've got. You know, keep your focus on what's important. Yeah. And we got to, we got to, um, as the, the, the day gets uh, shorter, the days get shorter and shorter, that uh, our attention span, attention span, you know, we can't let it get loosey-goosey and all that kind of stuff, you know, because it's going to get more distractions are going to increase. Um, it's going to seem like it's easier and easier to be part of the things of the world, but we got to keep our eyes on the prize. We got to keep focused, um, particularly again during this Halloween. Um, I know people are celebrating it. I know believers are celebrating it, but we got to keep our eyes open. Um, we got to keep our eyes on the prize because the enemy, he's going to take advantage of it. He's going to take all that stuff, all, all the things, even believers who participate in it, though I believe that many Christians are participating in it in churches, and they they aren't doing it knowingly, and they, are, they aren't trying to be witches or druids or whatever it is, Satanists. But when you participate in those things, it allows, again, like we talked about, open doors, and it causes us to lose our focus in a way. Um, and uh, it allows, like, a lot of evil, negative energy just to be around you and surround you, and we don't really need that <laughs> or we don't really want that, especially during this time because it's already enough that we have to deal with anyway. But if, you, if, you, if you're participating in any of those type of activities, while you're there, I mean, of course, Jesus, as I mentioned earlier, he hung out with, what, sinners and tax collectors, so somebody might see you around there. Remember what your focus is. Remember what your mission is. We're supposed to be feed, feeding the sheep, um, causing the little ones not to stumble. Um, and, uh, well, I guess I, I thank everyone for uh, tuning in this evening and listening to this lesson. Um, and I guess next week we'll talk about, we had talked about the open doors. Uh, and I think next week I want to talk about, like, uh, the curses of open doors and legal legal rights and, and opening and closing those types of things. And you'd be su- surprised about how some things can happen with that, you know. So, um, again, thank everyone for listening. Don't forget if you can listen to this on YouTube, um, Vimeo, SoundCloud, I think SoundBite, um, of course, blog talk, which is the one we yeah, bit bit two, bit two, bit two, bit yes. shoot, and, um, <laughs> bit shoot. <laughs> it's a funny name. They, I don't know where they come up with these names. This is funny. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'll I'll um, go ahead and close in prayer. Um, Father, we thank you for your goodness, grace, and mercy. We uh, thank you for your salvation, Father. Father, I pray that all this lesson was a blessing to your people. Um, Thank you for ministering to your people. Protect them from all hurt, harm, and danger, Father. Help help us, Father, protect us from calamity that's going on. From the hurricanes, the fires, the tornadoes, um, the weather. We have the snow coming in, Father, or ice storms. Father, protect your people, protect your communities, Father. Um, and throughout the nations, uh, the Philippines, they also had a typhoon, and there's things going on in India when they had that tsunami. Father, Lord, help the people throughout the world, Father. We just lift them up and lift up all the nations. Um, and I and I pray for healing over people's lives, Father Lord, um, and their bodies, Father Lord, their eyesight, their minds, their backs, immune systems during this time that they that they would be be strong and uh, uh, do great exploits, oh Father, that their bodies would be restored, that their bodies would be healed. We ask these things, Father, in your Son's name. Amen. Amen. Well, Father, bless everyone. You have a good week. We'll see you next week with opening and closing doors, huh? That sounds yeah. good. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, you have a good, great week. You have a good night, Jamil, and we'll talk later. All right.